shock reports say Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is adding a battle royale mode. Who well, would I have know, thought maybe that? Put on my shock face. There you go. That was like some I don't care movie. about your battle royale modes anymore. That fad is over. Is it no, though? I don't think not. so. I think it's, it's not, the beginning but, of a new everything. But are people really going to jump over to Call of Duty Battle Royale? Yes. No, because it's just going to be the same people that play Call of Duty. Yeah. Which is a, it's a large enough fair. pool, but it's not going to draw any new. It's not going to put butts in seats. It's going to put the same butts in the same seats. You don't know. I do know. Okay. Anyway. All right. Welcome to the Bite Me Podcast, episode 74. We are almost three quarters of a century old. Good. Look at me doing words and math stuff Almost. real fast. That's kind of crazy. That's We're only 26 really. weeks. We are half a year away from episode 100. Wow. Ooh. Okay. Crazy. I don't know what that means. That means, oh, we... 26 weeks away from episode 100. That means we spent 150 hours minimum. Yeah. Crazy. What a bunch of losers. So what? We have to hit 10,000 hours, right, before we become really, really good at this? Mastercasters. No. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's probably probably about 150 hours. We've probably spent about two hours a week doing it. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Between blah, blah, blah. pre-show and post-show. Yeah. And, yeah. It's crazy. Then we could be Mastercasters. Ooh. Oh. Nice. Is that what we become, a Mastercaster? Well, 10,000 hours is what it takes to master, master something. something. I mean, that's not really true, but yeah. But that's what they say. Um, my name is Adam West. Oh, I'm Cliff Johnson. <laughs> I'm the Dylan. Hello and welcome. Hello! Uh, to this very special edition of the Bite Me... Oh, it's not special, it's just episode 74. Every edition is special. Every, exactly. This is the first edition of the 74th episode. What? So, you heard it here first. This week in news, we've got a bit to talk about. Uh, there's a new little game coming out called God of War. Perhaps you've heard of it. Maybe. Right. Um, uh, another game that you probably heard of, King Kong. Yeah, the <laughs> no, no, guy. No, no, that is not the game. Donkey Kong is the game. King, could I say King Kong? You did. I'm, that's how that's much Nyquil monkey. I'm on. Yeah, Day Qu- Kong. Day Quill Kong. Okay. <laughs> Quil- I play that game. Donkey Z-Quil. Kong. <laughs> Donkey Kong is a game you've heard of. Um, anyway, so the guy who had the high score, yeah, he doesn't anymore, and we'll tell Billy you Mitchell. Why. Yeah, that mm. poor guy. Um, are your Joy-Cons acting strange, acting like they have a mind of their own? Perhaps we have some info for you. Uh, we'll talk about that if you think you might have some weird Joy-Cons. I want to make a like a fake like prescription right. medicine commercial. <laughs> Do you have it. Nintendo mm. Switchitis? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Battlefront 2 gets a fun little mode. We'll talk about that. Sea of Thieves is getting new content. I call it getting a game. Adam skips right over Hellblade. I, I'm not... Sw- You're a liar. You missed it. Go ahead. We're creating conflict. Artificial conflict, Adam. <laughs> it's ratings. Does it, though? Ratings. Does it? it does. Ratings gold. Um, Controversy. There are a bunch of... You, 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 do you, you interrupted me. Do you want to run this show? No. Controversy creates cash, Adam. Well, okay, where the ahead. hell is the cash? Because there's a lot of controversy here. <laughs> Please continue. Okay. I'm rolling in bling bling, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are a bunch of Sega games coming to the Switch, and there's a new Castlevania game coming out. We'll tell you where, because I'm sure you can't wait to play it. Tonight at 11. <laughs> right. And finally, because no. I actually did miss it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hellblade, Hellblade is coming to the Xbox, but uh, you should play this if you haven't because it just won a lot of awards. A lot of them. Five BAFTAs to be exact. I love the name. Yeah, BAFTA. what is a BAFTA? I, British, see, I think British it sounds like fine something. I don't know. It's it's like a it's like the heat, the the awards of England. Okay, if I was to create a definition for what, if you heard the word BAFTA, what would you define BAFTA as? Aren't those as? those giant furry like a, things that they write in Star Wars? 
That's Maybe a that is a Bantha. Bantha. Oh, because to me, BAFTA. Did you, did you have something? A BAFTA just sounds like a noise you'd expect to hear in a bathroom. I was going to say an after fart. <laughs> anyway, is it a before or an after fart? It's a BAFTA. <laughs> you people are terrible. Oh. Are it's we terrible, to. really? Nah. Wow, we actually lost a viewer on our Twitch screen right now. I wonder why. Because <laughs> we uh, threw out the word after fart. <laughs> All right, and we've got questions from Vinny, James, Captain Insano, Joel, Joe Coleslaw, uh, and uh, that's that. Yeah, we have <laughs> those <it>. two. <laughs> we got a little quiz today. Apparently, Vinny's trying to test our metal to see if we actually are phonies or not. Metal, M-E-T-T-L-E. Yes. We, we actually are phonies, too. Yeah, okay. We're super phonies, except like, I'm going to ace this with my eyes closed. Dang. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, but first, we start with what we're playing. Cliff, you and I are playing the same thing. Because it's great. And it's fun. I'm like 67 hours into Far Cry. Holy crap. Yeah. I'm only 20. Yeah. So so you've got to be getting close to finish. Oh, you, you said you're fighting the first end boss now. I'm fighting John. Yeah. Um which which I've gotta say, he's probably one of my favorite like video game bad guys. Really? Just I don't know what it is about the way that they wrote his character or whoever does his voice or whatever, but he is legit creepy. Yeah, like they always do a pretty good job of that. I think with Far Cry and their bad guys, they're always kind of like I found most of they're interesting at least. Yeah, they're I'll give them that. They're like eccentric, sure, like but at least they're interesting. It's not like generic bad guy, right? I think Faith in this game is actually, and you haven't seen her very much, but I think Faith is actually the better of the two. Okay, Um, but I I don't know. Overall, I find oh the writing and story and everything in this game is not. It's not. It's not, it's not bad. bad. It's not good. It's just not good. But yeah. for whatever reason, just I think it's the actor and maybe the motion capture yeah. for the that they did with this guy. Whatever it is about his character, he really strikes me as yeah. just a freaking nutcase. Yeah. So I don't know. And, it's a, it's yeah. still a great game. I uh, the the third area is hard too. Like not not hard to beat, but just like environmentally hard there's like huge mountains you have to get up and it's it's fun and you can't climb anything and you can't really it's exactly it's not zelda you have to take a helicopter so, you do yeah wow. a lot of it is i mean no but right i've got a helicopter so why wouldn't i take a helicopter yeah so i've beaten the first area and the second area um effectively 100 percent both of them um i have two missions left in the second area but one i need to find a bunch of grizzly bears and the other one requires me to do magical wingsuit maneuvers that i can't do so, so. when you say 100 percent, do you mean you did all the things you can do yeah. there or you got all the resistance points uh all the things you can do there. okay okay yeah so i've got i've cleared all the caches i've cleared all the gotten all the bad guys out of my wow bases i did all the side quests so yeah it's about know, so fancy Cash it's about money. like 50 ish missions per area Okay. About. That's about. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know I was telling you earlier about some of the weird, weird little buggy things. Oh, yeah. Have you run into anything weird? A couple, nothing like, nothing outlandish. I've had a couple things, like the airplanes are are real buggy. Like, it, you know, they chase you. Yeah. Yeah. So, especially if you're in the mountains, the, the airplanes just can't figure out how mountains are. And so right. they'll just like drive along them. And, <laughs> you know, I've, I've had some, you know, like a table that was supposed to be holding ammo and the table just wasn't there. So it was all this ammo right. just like floating in the, but nothing as weird as your stuff. Yeah. Cause so there's the one with the, the dude at the air, the airplane, the airfield. Yeah, I don't so, remember what his name is. For but. whatever reason, like, that guy, his face is on that, on the map, and I can hover over it saying, hey, they're at my doorstep, I need your help, come on, do 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 And I'll go there, and there's nobody yeah. there. And it's like, the mission itself is like, opened up for me to go there and do something, 
but evidently I can't really do anything there until I take out this outpost. Yeah, so yeah, the airfield's right next to his house, essentially. Yeah. So you have to take out his house first. The house mission's actually, I don't want to say hard, but there's a lot of bad guys there. So. Yeah, I blew through that when I was on my yeah. way to, like... Oh, so you've cleared that out? I've cleared it? Did I clear it? I don't know. I think yeah. I'm currently... I think I started working on that while I was going to start the mission uh, to end that zone with John sure. Seed. So I think there's some weird... Weirdness. There's a bunch of weirdness. Well, that's actually the... I don't think this is real spoilery, but uh, in that... In the first mission, you have the option, essentially, of fighting the end guy. Like, you, right. once you beat... Once you get to the third level of the thing, the bell starts ringing at the church, and you can choose to go fight him at any time. Right. In Faith's area, as soon as you get that third resistant point, it just makes you fight her. Oh, really? Yeah, which is kind of strange. Like, my brother was playing, he's like, I still have, I still have quests that I need to turn in that are, that that cuts the, you know, fighting her broke. Um, And it doesn't actually break them, you can still complete them, but Mm -hmm. he's like, I, you know, things happen in that game, story-wise, when that mission spawns, that can break missions. And, and like I said, it doesn't actually break them, but he was real freaked out for a while. He's like, I'm going to be real mad. Mm-hmm. He's, he's going through 100% of everything. He's actually done 100% of the hunting and fishing missions. So oh he's done all those, gosh. which is hard. So Yeah, and the other weird thing was I loaded into the game last night, and I was standing in the middle of some little town. Maybe it was Falls End or something, sure. but I was standing there, and there was nobody around. That's so weird. Like, no people, nobody in the bar, nobody in the in the shops. Super strange. Nothing. And, like, I'm walking around trying to find somebody, Bueller, like, uh, and it was anybody? nobody. There was nothing. So I had to, I think I fast traveled somewhere. Yeah, I fast traveled somewhere. Sure. And they, they and repopulated. They and I was like, oh, there we go. So weird. It was really strange. But anyway, uh, so I've been playing that, and I've been playing a little um, of the Fortnite a little bit on my phone. Not much. Nice. Are you liking it? It's fun. Yeah. It's a fun little distraction. I have to make sure that I, I start it up, though, before I leave the house, because it's like, you're about to use 1.3 gigs of your data. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well. Anyway, so yeah, that's what I'm playing. It's good stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. i got to beat Far Cry before God, God of War, War comes out. I know. I've still got, I've got, got a little like, over a week. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and I got until Friday, so I guess I don't. I don't think I'm going to buy it. I'm going to rent it. So mm-hmm. I've got until it shows up from GameFly. Mm-hmm. Or you just borrow it from me. Yeah. No, you can't. No, I can't. <laughs> Dylan, what are you playing? Um, well, I think I finished Mr. Shifty. Nice. Um, that's, that was cool. It gets pretty challenging at the end. Like I had to play the last like few segments a lot. Like reminds you of old games. Like just grinding through until you finally. Like, oh, I nailed it, and then, oh, I died. Like, and then, so that that's, happened that's a lot. That's, like, the biggest reason I will not be playing Mr. Shifty, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I died? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it can be a little bit challenging, because um, it, the way the game is, like, they have to throw a lot of enemies at you to make it challenging. Sure. But um, if you know what they do and their, the kind of their patterns and how they, like, throw explosives at you or how they shoot you and how they move around the map. Like, that's what the game's about is kind of learning how to sure. combat s- multiple enemies in different areas and being able to shift through walls and take them down. Um, it was satisfying, good end of the game, whatever. Uh, beating like, any game's great. Right, and that felt good. So other than that, I've, I've, I've kind of been taking it easy. I played a little bit more Fortnite. I finished my battle pass. Um, nice. So I got the John Wick skin. Very nice. Um, so that's kind of kind of cool, I guess. Um, we had a busy weekend too. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, right. A little bit. So <laughs> like, kind of like just breathing a little yeah. bit. And um, but 
apparently, like, the Fortnite, uh, I don't know, we haven't mentioned this, the Comet's hitting soon. Oh, nice. So, I think, oh, yeah. if you remember talking about that. I want to say that I saw something earlier today about how there's more meteors now showing up, and there's more yeah. there's more things flying around, and people are starting to get a little freaked out. I'll be yeah. interested to see how that turns yeah, out. Um, but they've added some new, like, cool skins and dances and stuff, so they're always, they're always adding new stuff. There's, like, a, a fish head in an astronaut suit, like like a floating fish. <laughs> Pretty, it's pretty cool. It's going to be weird. The asteroid's going to hit, and it's just going to kill everyone off, and the game just goes offline. Right. There's nothing else. I would, I would actually kind of be happy. Like, that'd be kind of cool. Like, it's ballsy. We're like, what if we're it done. was like, and there was. Uh, there uh, was. That's it. That's You're it. Done. You're done. No more Fortnite. <laughs> that'd be crazy. And then everybody can go play Radical Heights. There you go. Um, I really want to play Radical Heights. I've got to. I downloaded it. Yeah, I'm, I need to do that. I haven't loaded it up yet. Um, I haven't seen the port of fort Actually, I did see someone use a port of fort Nice. So that was I hear cool. rock, the rocket missiles, the guided, guided rocket got pulled out. Did it get pulled yeah. out? I hadn't used one. I saw someone using one, and they didn't kill me. And I think <laughs> I killed them. So oh, wow. That was Can my you, only... Are you able to blow those out of the out of the sky, though? Can you shoot you them? No, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'd imagine that, that, was, was, that really wasn't my thought. My thought was just like, I'm going to go run over here and then <laughs> kill you. Nice. Um, because they're obviously not looking at people. They're just looking at where their their rocket's going and trying yeah. to make sure they hit that one person instead of the 50 other people around them, maybe. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was cool that I played with my buddy on his Xbox. Oh, so nice. They they silently added Xbox crossplay. Yeah. Um, like for anyone that didn't know, say? like yeah. they don't announce this ever for anything. It's just like you can do it. Um, and it actually works better than the PS4 crossplay unless that happened because once you're friends, you can actually, like, invite people to games and join them instead of, like, I'm just going to join your game. Interesting. Um, so it, I think it actually functions a little bit better than nice. um, the PS4 did, but they might have changed that yeah. since, too. Um, Super fun. But, I mean, they got so many people working on that game right now. I think everything's just getting better. I'm working right. on that game. Right? So <laughs> any Xbox players out there want to get some duos in or squads and stuff, we have more versatility in our player base. So That's cool. Cool. Yeah, Anything cool. else? No. Okay <laughs> then. <laughs> um. Yeah. We ha- we did have a busy weekend. We were at this thing called the Northwest Kids Fair, which is why we're kind of sick right now. Yeah. Which, it was uh, fun though. We yeah. met a ton of kids. Oh I, yeah. A ton of cool parents. So if anyone's listening, hey, yeah. welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the show. And it exceeded our expectations, I think, too. Like mm-hmm. going in for our first time doing something like that. Um. I think it paid off. For sure. So. Well, yeah. I think, like, my most interesting takeaway from it is because we do what we do and we're so kind of, like, I don't know, quote-unquote, dialed into, like, video games and video <laughs> game culture and whatever. I'm so glad you think we are. We talk about it a lot anyway. <laughs> um, I had just kind of assumed by now it's been out, like, 14 months that everyone had played a Switch. Um, that they were kind right? of pervasive that, you know, like, maybe you don't own one, but you know someone who did. Yeah. And I was shocked at how many people were like, and what's this thing called? Didn't yeah. even know what it was. Yeah. Their kids were kind of like, what's this? you know, you'd hand them a Joy-Con and they'd hold it the wrong direction. They'd hold it like a phone instead of like a controller. And like, you, we really had to show a lot of kids in that like 10, 11, 12 set that just didn't know how to do it. I was really surprised. You know, and tons of them. Like, I think the funny thing is, is the... The Wii U only sold like 13 million units, and and the Switch is sold equal to that. Tons of people are like, "Oh yeah, my kids got a Wii U," and so they've played Mario Kart on that, which is what we were demoing. But very few of them are like, "Oh yeah, I have a Switch at home." Yeah, right. I was, I was very surprised. I think if we'd had Switches there, we actually probably could have sold four or five of them. Though yeah, it was right. real weird. And everyone wanted to buy Adam's SNES Classic. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, they did, and they did out from under him real easy. No, Should've. sir. I'm, no. I'm a nice guy. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> 
Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure you like us and review us and stuff. We've got a whole bunch of stickers and swag and stuff, and we'll send swag. it to you. Yeah, we'll read swag. it. We'll read your little review if you choose to leave us one, and mm-hmm. we'll send you some stuff. All right, we've got a lot of it to cover, so let's get right into it. This is a segment we like to call... News! It's a pregnant pause. Seriously. I was I was giving you some build. Thank you. <laughs> we need a drum roll. <laughs> nah. That was not a drum roll. That was like a really bad, bad like... Gun. Bat, bat, yeah, like bat, a Nintendo bat, machine bat, gun. Bat. <laughs> um, all right, big story of the week. There is a game coming uh, on, what is it, Friday? Yep. Yep, it's on Friday. So if you're listening to this the day we release it, tomorrow, it's called God of War. And it looks... It looks really, really good. It's, it's getting really well received too. Currently yeah. on Metacritic, it has a ninety-five, which, which is, is kind of crazy high. I'm not just kind of crazy high, and, and I mean, you know, a game is very confident when they release it to review. I mean, there's been review copies in the wild for a week and a half, two mm-hmm. weeks. So, like, not only did they. You know, get it done, you know, a couple weeks ago, um, but are confident enough to send out review copies that early, which does not happen a lot anymore. Like, like Bethesda doesn't send out review copies at all. Um, You know, a lot of people are like, here's a review copy a day early, two days early. So to put out review copies two weeks early, you know that they are. Very, very confident in that game. So 95 is huge. Yeah, 95 is huge. It's, it's the majority of these scores, too, are upwards, are, oh, yeah. are 100. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just IGN gave it a 10 it. out of 10. Destructoid gave it a 10 out of 10. Polygon gave it a 10. Yep. It's it's uh, wow. it's pretty huge. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm, I was excited to play that before because I've never played a God of War game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm even more excited now. Um, right. And the big switch in this game is going from the kind of like top-down-ish perspective um, where you see the entire arena and you can see everything yeah. around you or whatever to a more third-ish person oh, really? over the shoulder. That. Yeah, most of the it games... Looks great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, most of the games are... Um, I don't want to say isometric, but they it's, definitely have a pulled-back camera where you kind of got a bird's-eye-ish view. Yeah, and I think... What that did too, I mean, I think that was beneficial because it really showed the scope of the game. Because you're right, you're you're fighting on the backs of titans. Like this is a game about right. gods and giant creatures fighting. So to have that like pulled back camera was meant to like just show the scope of the game and the how massive like these combat this this combat is. I've heard I've heard um, the combat so, feels incredible. Yeah. Like it just it it is amazing. So yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. From what I've seen, like the combat is straight up. It's God of War. You know, you're playing a God nice. of War game. Like it's got that aspect to it, but it's got the, now the more over the shoulder perspective where it's almost like a, almost like a gears of war uh, perspective from mm-hmm. just behind and over the shoulder. And uh, the game too is being like lauded for this one shot one, it's one continuous shot from the start of the game to the end of the game. There are no breaks. There are no fades to black. Wow. There's, it's all one continuous shot. So no cutscenes either? No cutscenes. Wow. Everything's all in-engine, in-game. That's yeah. cool. So That's very cool. I'm really looking forward to it. Same. I finally watched the first 15 minutes of gameplay. Uh, that's been up for months, no, I want to say. I'm going to go now. cold. I'm, yeah. I've never played a game. You know, I was, I'd always thought, like, oh, I need to play. I, I want to play at least God of War 3 before I play this. See? And I yeah. just haven't. You know, I want to, I want to, I want to, and I just don't have the time for it. So I wish you would have because if you would have, I mean, you already know that Kratos is just, like, he's angry. Yeah. He's a very angry man. Yeah. I mean, he kind of killed... His family and, like, the ashes. It was an accident, though. Well, 
I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the ashes of his village people were burned and seared to his skin, which is why he's gray. Happens. I mean. It, it, tell me that hasn't happened to you at least twice. Well, I mean, not since like Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, that was yesterday. Our house got it's covered Wednesday. in ash from Mount St. Helens when it erupted. Close enough. You weren't oh, born. I wasn't 80s, born. Yeah. No, I guess I was born. Yeah, you you were weren't born. born. I wasn't born. No. <laughs> I've got a little wolf sculpture made but of St. Helens ash. Really? Yeah. I don't know why yeah. that's important. That's we weird. got a jar of it. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, and uh, the reason I say I wish you'd have played some of the other God, God of War games, I know you know Kratos is always yeah. an angry man, but the transition from him being this angry, I killed my family, death yeah. to everybody. To having to be a father. Yeah. I'm and, sure the transition is going to be interesting. Yeah, because watching that first 15 minutes, just know. seeing the way that they have Kratos being portrayed and the way he's acting and the way he's being yeah. a father, he's try- you can clearly see he's trying not to get so pissed off he knocks this kid into next, you know, the next... Yeah. It would be a great movie. Place. What? Anger yeah. Management 2 with Adam Sandler and, <laughs> and Kratos. Kratos. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm excited about yeah. it. It's uh, It definitely looks good. So, yeah, if you've got the regular edition, like, you, well, you don't do, but you're, order, you're, you're game playing it. Yeah, I'm going to get it on game Everybody play. gets to play it on Friday. I got the Stonemason edition with all the extra crap. I don't get it until like the 28th. Yeah. The statues that come with are awesome. I know. That's what I get. Is the statue made of ash? Heck yeah. From Mount St. Helens. It's weird. Or dead villagers. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, there's that. Your God of War update. One other thing about the God of War actually that I did want to mention is that um, if you have a PS4 Pro, you get two game options on that. You can either play high resolution or high performance. High resolution will play at a checkerboarded 4K. Um, at 30 frames a second, and uh, the high performance is an unlocked up to 60. Um, and word on the street is do not play it in 4K. Yeah, everybody's um, saying play, per, play yeah, the performance Play performance. It, it has a really hard time hitting 30 frames a second at 4K. So it's a better, you know, you, a lot of times you have a 4K TV, you think, like, I want to play this at 4K. Apparently for this game, yeah. it is not good. See, I figure, like, something like that, If it, with as much that's going to be going on, like 4K, I mean, it, it's a lot of moving stuff, so yep. you're not really going to notice all of that. Yep. So just stick with that 60 FPS and... All that fun stuff. That's the way to do it. All right. King of Kong, the high scores have been wiped. Yeah. So this is this is a really tricky story, and I'm not super dialed into the, like, retro um, gaming record-breaking, you know, kind of scene. So I'm going to try and, and explain this as best as I can. Um, and if I make mistakes, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> we do our best. We do our best. So um, there, a couple, quite a few years ago, there was a movie that came out called King of Kong, and it was about um, this kind of nice guy who was trying to beat the. Uh, I think I don't. I don't think I think he was just trying to beat the record. I think he was be, trying to be the first person to to ma- break a million points in uh, Donkey Kong, um, or beat the record to have the uh-huh. highest score in Donkey Kong. And uh, the kind of villain in that uh, movie was Billy Mitchell, who is like if you actually look at him, he just looks like a villain. He looks kind of like. I don't know Loki from uh, the Avengers movies, <laughs> right? Um, if if Loki wasn't like a really good looking dude, um, and uh, you know he's he's was the first person to break a million, um, and and was just kind of the the evil antagonist in yeah. in the King of Kong movie, and uh, and actually holds a lot of, of very high scores even today because uh, that movie came out quite a while ago in um, other, Donkey Kong other... and in Pac Man. Um, and uh, I'm going to say a week or two ago, uh, April, f- a little bit, about 
about two weeks, about a week ago, um, all of his high scores were wiped from both the uh, Guinness Book of World Records and also the Twin Galaxies record book, which are kind of the the gatekeeper for um, records. And it was because they they found that he was using uh, an emulator to play. Uh, these games and not telling anyone. Um, apparently in that scene, like it's okay actually to use an emulator to play these games um, as long as you disclose that. Um, and they actually, they figured it out by looking like frame by frame as how the frames draw onto the screen and an emulator actually draws them differently than an arcade machine will. Mm-hmm. So he's come back and said like, no way, it's totally legit. But but for the time, uh, it's, it's a pretty big deal in that kind of retro gaming record keeping scene. And I mean, when you think about a world record attempt at Donkey Kong these days, like that's a huge amount of time. Like that's not... You know, 15 minutes playing Donkey Kong, it's hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of time to do that. So uh, it, this is a really huge shakeup in that world. So um, obviously, I think that's not the end of this story. I think more stuff will come out. But it's it's a very interesting uh a very interesting take in games that, you know, are not by any means huge anymore, but still have this this pull back to see who can who can continue to break these records. So yeah, and we're actually going to be at the uh, Renton uh, RetroCon yeah. uh, coming up on we April twenty seventh. Have... So it'll be curious since it's going to be mostly a retro crowd. I wonder yeah. if there's going to be some very strong opinions. Yeah. Uh, going around about definitely that. could be. I need to talk to. I haven't had a chance to. I need to talk to Mansox, who uh, is in our Discord. Has been on mm-hmm, here a couple mm-hmm. times. Um, often has interesting questions about food. He's a big <laughs> retro guy. He's got a huge arcade in his basement, um, and like is way more dialed into that scene than I am. Uh, I need to talk to him about it and see. He can be our. Our professional on the streets, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> or Billy on the street. Yeah. Nice. Uh, well, that sucks. Yeah. Mm, sorry, dude. Don't cheat. I'm kidding. Yeah. Nobody knows if he cheated or not. Um, all right. Up next, is your Nintendo Switch Joy-Con having performance issues? Has it been docking with switches you don't know? For more than four <laughs> hours. <laughs> Um, so the Nintendo Switch uh, has evidently, I didn't realize this, probably because I don't use a lot of motion controls, but I guess the uh, Joy-Cons have been experiencing some motion control issues. You know, and I think it's just certain ones at certain <clears throat> times in certain games. Um, actually, oh. I think it's actually very game dependent. On the fourth Tuesday of the third month in the year of our Lord Mario. Exactly. Gotcha. Well, this is this is patch, <clears throat> I think, 5.02. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 5.02. And both 5.01 and 5.00 actually were set out to address this same issue. So either the patch isn't quite... And Nintendo's very, very... Um what I want to say, they are not very vague on what, very vague on on what because they don't want to be like, hey, we know we screwed the thing up. Yeah, so so yeah. you don't really know if like five point oh oh was like, hey, we tried to fix it, and five point oh one was you know a reaction to that fix, and five point oh two is another reaction to that fix, or if it's, hey, we got some of it, but there's still other games that aren't doing it. But it, you know, I don't think people think about updating their Joy Cons. Um, as just a kind of a, you know, like your system just auto-updates. And you, I don't think a lot of people think about updating their Joy-Cons. Or, you know, I often have them in a holder or I use a Pro Controller. It, it's uh, it's something you have to do every once in a while. So. so when you update the firmware on your Switch, does it automatically update the firmware I, on your Joy-Cons if they're connected? I think so, but I'm yeah, honestly, guess, I'm not 100% yeah. sure. I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I know like on the Xbox, it's so. actually a separate, because Xbox controllers update every once in a while too. And that's yeah. actually a separate thing. You actually have to plug them in with you the have cord. To plug and, them in, yeah. 
I've had to do that a few times, especially when you like introduce a new headset or something. Yeah. Well, I did not know this. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know, but uh, yeah, especially if you have two, like, I mean, Dylan has four of them. If you haven't plugged those other two in, they're, they're definitely something yeah. you have to go back in and kind of manually update. So huh. if you're having weird motion control problems, like I'm not a motion control guy, honestly. Uh-uh. Um, but if you are, it's definitely uh, something you want to want to address. Yeah, I should, if, if I played one two switch, <laughs> exactly. Maybe exactly. I would know. Snipper but clippers or snipper clips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so Hellblade's newest sacrifice. Oh, now we're getting now to we're that. getting yeah. to it. Um, it took home five Baftas, which are basically like the British equivalent. What the British Academy Game Awards? Well, uh, no, the British? Baftas are actually like. Here we go. There's. I'm a liar. Go ahead. Find it. The go. British Academy Games Awards. No. That's, no. No, that's not right. It's the that would be the Bagas. The Bagas, <laughs> yeah. So the Baftas are actually like they're they're actually like a bigger thing where the Baftas you can win a Bafta in film, you can win a Bafta in all these different categories, and they have a specific night of awards for games. That's so cool. Yeah, and British so, Academy of Film and Television Arts. There you go. So you can win one for TV. Blue. I think it's actually like a combination in the UK of like the Golden Globes and the Emmys and the Oscars. Yeah, it's like all squishy. it's like and if the, Spike TV, the Game Awards. <laughs> yeah, if Spike TV and and ABC and CBS and the Tony Awards all got together yeah. and had a and said we're going to give everything out so we don't yeah. have to do the same award show eighteen more times, times this year. Yeah. Just going to do it. Although once. the BAFTA Game Awards is separate than the BAFTAs, oh, guys, so sorry, on. man. Um, It'd be too long. You don't want to. No one wants to sit, sit through there all for that. Yeah, but I, it, you know, and the funny thing is, is like it's crazy that we're in. April, and they're still giving out awards for 2017. Right? <laughs> but yeah, Hellblade, I mean, Hellblade swept the I, you know, the, the Game Awards. It swept a lot of... I, I don't think it actually got a lot of like Game of the Year awards, but it's it's really done right. well at award shows. Um, so here's, a, here's another five. It won for... Oh, geez. There's gotta got to be... It got artistic, artistic achievement, uh, best performer, which... The the uh, voice of Sanua was amazing, yeah. and she was an editor. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, like a video editor. That's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, best British game and one, two other two, things, three, <laughs> a couple of others, uh, and yeah, audio achievement, yeah. of course, because the audio, the sound design in that game is ridiculous. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, and another cool winner of that was actually the best game went to What Remains of Edith Finch, mm-hmm. uh, which Adam and I both played and adored. Uh, we interviewed Ian Dallas, yep. who is uh, creative the director. creative director on that. So if go back about. 30 episodes. <laughs> you can listen <laughs> right. to that. Uh, cool guy. That was a cool game. Um, uh, Night in the Woods, which I'm in the middle of and really enjoying, also won an award for something. Um, but I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I follow their creators on Twitter, and they're very excited about it. Uh, so, so Hellblade won an award for Game Beyond Entertainment. Oh, that's cool. Game? What does that be- mean? I, I assume that it has some, you know, because it deals with mental illness and that kind okay. of stuff. I have to assume that the, right. that it was it has some sort of message outside. Yeah, of outside okay. of just games. That's so a cool category. That game is. I, I I keep getting new games, but I got to play Hellblade real soon. I bought it about I don't know three or four months ago, and I need to play it. So good. You, you never finished it, right? Um, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we do. We just did. I don't. So I want to finish it. And I know I've talked about it before. Um, the only reason I haven't finished it is because I got to got bugged. I got bugged. I fell through a floor, and I got when I got back into it, I got stuck in this Oof. boss boss quote unquote battle, um, 
and none of my hits were landing, and really? and and I played it for like twenty minutes in this one thing, and I'm like, I just can't bring myself to go back because yeah. if it bugs out again, I'll be really really ticked off, and I love this game too much to go back and ruin it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm pretty sure that that was an issue that a lot of other people had, where you were falling through the floors and different maps and getting stuck in these weird yeah. areas. They did patch it out. I'm just like just haven't gotten back I've, to it. Yeah, I moved on. No, I, I get it. To, There's so many games, man. I want to finish it's, it though. Yeah. Um, one game I will not play is Battlefront 2. <laughs> Ever. I don't care how many cute little, cutesy little um, things they add, like this new, um, what is this? This new kind of battle thing? It's, what, it's the, a, a new temporary, uh, it's actually a really cool idea. So <laughs> so everyone is familiar with the Battle of Endor, right? Yes. Um, you know, there's there's an invading force of stormtroopers trying to take over Endor from the cute furry Ewoks. And somehow those crazy little dudes with sticks and rocks and you know, spears manage to beat back the, the Empire. And uh, as one does. So this is like it's very much like uh, the Overwatch kind of temporary game modes. Um, The way it works is you start out with even numbers. So I don't know what those are, but let's just for the sake of whatever, say that it's 20 v 20. Okay. And when an Ewok. So if you're an Ewok and you die, you just get regen as an Ewok. Right. But if you're a stormtrooper, you get regen as an Ewok when you die. So it starts out, say, 20 v 20, and then eventually gets to the point where it's 30 v 10 and 35 v 5 and 39 v 1. And the, you know, the, the goal of the Ewoks is just to kill all the stormtroopers. The goal of the stormtroopers is to hold out long enough to get, like, evac from Endor. Interesting. Isn't that oh, a cool yeah. mode? Okay. Yeah. And, That's you know, fun. And, you know, obviously, as a, as a stormtrooper, you've got laser blasters and, you know, that. And as you walk, you have rocks and sticks <laughs> and stuff. So I, I've, you know, I bought this game for the single player, essentially. And I played the single player, and it was real good. Um, or it was good. I don't know about <laughs> I'll say real good. Like a seven and a half. Um, never really got into the multiplayer, but I think I, I'm going to have to try this game mode out. It sounds real fun. So are they saying that Ewoks are nothing but reincarnated stormtroopers? Uh, it is exactly like, that. Is that. Is that canon? Does that fit? Uh, sure. I don't think so. I don't think so. That's that's a weird little mode. Well, that'd be fun. Like I've, I, I think that I can play. Isn't Battlefront Two coming to EA? No, nah, I can't imagine. Probably six months from now. I, I don't okay. think it's coming anytime soon. Well, that's soon. silly. Yeah, sorry, man. Yeah, it's fine. Um, all right, Sea of Thieves. It's getting an update. Hopefully, it might be an actual game when they're done. Yeah, it sounds like it's actually getting a a new. A new, I mean, there's a bunch of new things coming. Um, one, and I'm the, you know, I talk crap about this, but I'm the guy who also bought No Man's Sky Day One. Like, I pre-ordered No Man's Sky. So I don't really... I heard, I, no, I heard No Man's Sky is real good if you play it now. It is good now yeah. a year and a half after the fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... So, that's... You know, and I like, I, I like to hate on Sea of Thieves just because it's funny. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I hate on Sea of Thieves for laughs. But it's not yeah, a bad it's, game. It's more of a joke than yeah, it is, Yeah, like, really. it's a great yeah, game. I've, yeah. Every time I've played it, I've really enjoyed I've it. It's fun. just, right now, I want to play Far Cry 5 more than I want to play Sea of Thieves, so... it has things to do. Um, um, but they're adding a new, like, AI thing. So, it's probably going to be something Kraken-esque. They're saying it's another big thing that multiple pirates may have have to uh, be involved with in the uh, in the taking down of. Uh, so this is coming in May, first of all. It's called the Hungering Deep Update, which I, I like as a name quite a bit. Um, my, my belly just rumbled a little bit. <laughs> 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 
ready wow. for dinner. But uh, it's also, they're also going to start uh, having weekly events, which I think will be really nice. Kind of that Destiny-esque mm-hmm. do this, which is something that game, to me, really needs. That, you know, go run these quests, go run these things. Um, you know, that you need that weekly reason. I'm, I'm honestly surprised it didn't launch with weeklies or dailies. Yeah, um, that's kind of at this point in the game a, a pretty. I don't want to say tropey thing, but it's kind of a tropey thing. So um, they're also going to say that uh, there's going to be new updates, including what they call cursed cannonballs and skeleton thrones, which they uh, cursed cannonballs. There's no details, but skeleton thrones are actually going to be something you have to find. So it's not going to be necessarily on your map. You'll find it with your spyglass, and oh, okay. then uh, in they're hard to reach, and uh, you'll go do it. I've also heard there's a new ship coming. So. Will it, do you think it'll be a smaller ship, bigger ship, same size? I don't know. Ship? I think it might just be a different ship. I like. I want a three-player ship. That's what I want. I, a three-player ship. I want something ship. that's slightly in between the sloop and mm. the the galleon. Or I want to be able to play a three-player ship on a sloop. Like I, yeah. I, one of the hardest parts about this game is I, I'm I'm not a multiplayer guy. I don't like to play with strangers. It's mm-hmm. just right. not my thing, and so I, it's hard to get four people together. But I can often get three. Yeah. Um, and I, especially like, I don't want my fourth player to be someone, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to talk with strangers. I don't want to type to strangers. I don't want to do dumb dancing emote with strangers. I just want three people. It's just, that's fair. That's fair. I don't know. I mean, I'm that way in real life too. I don't, yeah. I don't like strangers in real life either. Barely. Um, well, good news is if you don't like multiplayer and you hey. happen to own a Nintendo Switch, um, there is a bunch of Sega Genesis and Master System games coming to the Switch, which are all, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some online component, like maybe leaderboards or something. Probably. Maybe. Yeah, maybe whatever. Maybe. But they're all single, single player or uh, co-op-y, like, in-person experiences. Like, and you, at people, people at Adam and my age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is it just baffling to you? You're like, oh yeah, Sega games are coming to the to the Nintendo. It's just oh, like that just blows my mind. Well, it, it, it's not necessarily that Sega games are coming to the Nintendo Switch that blows my mind because this just makes sense based yeah. on how oh, we've yeah. seen Sega properties over the last what two decades since they basically said, man, we're done, <laughs> we give up, right? Like, there's been a Sonic on oh yeah every system since the GameCube, yeah. It's just crazy Nintendo. to me that yeah. like it's it's just strange to hear the you know the Sega collection on a Nintendo. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, if, I wonder if you'll be able to play Altered Beast on the Nintendo Switch because oh, that would just be weird. Because Altered Beast was like the game, the pack-in game that came yeah. with the Sega Genesis, or at least uh, was it really? originally interesting back in the or one of the pack-in one games the pack-ins. eventually. I loved Altered uh, Beast, you know, and it's funny because I was Beast. listening to them on. Uh, Game scoop, and I can't. I think it was uh, Jonathan Dornbush. Is that who we're talking about? We decided about? that was his name today. Yeah. Um, I think it was him. I could be wrong, but he was like, I remember when everybody was talking about Ultra Beast, such a great game. Have you actually played that game as an adult? I have. It's terrible. It's so fun. It's so bad. There are versions of it, like, no, it's not great, but no. like, if you get a good meme version of it, it's real fun. Oh, man. In kind of a dorky way. Um, I guess we should note that this is actually right now only announced in Japan, but I can't imagine there's yeah. any reason that it won't come out in the United States. It's going to be 15 games. They haven't really uh, announced which ones, except that uh, it will be Sonic the Hedgehog, Fantasy Star, and Thunder Force 2. I'm completely unfamiliar with Thunder Force 2, but I love Sonic the Hedgehog and Fantasy Star. Fantasy Star is one of those games I would love to actually play. Like, I've played it a little bit, but it'd be a fun game I, to, to be I on. I just the... want Bouncers. Bouncers? Remember that oh, basketball the bouncing game? With the, like, Where you're, you're basketballs and you just bounce on top oh. of each other and try to get in the hoop? Nope. He's talked about this game before. I feel like he's talked about it before, yeah. but no. That's really the only game I want. Was it a Sega CD game? It was a, I think it was Sega CD, though. Okay. 
Wait, did you actually have a Sega My CD? My neighbors did. Really? Yeah. One of four people that owned a Sega CD. Well, it was one of the... It, oh. Which one had... Because there was one that had the cartridge and the CD. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Sega CD plugged is into that, the top of a... Of yeah, a is that what it was? I, 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 I mean, I don't yeah. know. Based on... I, I was really young at the time, but I know, like, you had cartridges and you had a CD option. So yeah. both of those things were So there. I think the worst part about that statement is when I worked retail as a, you know, almost functioning adult, uh-huh. um, the Sega CD was on its way out. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember we had one in our store, and we I think I worked at Software Etc. for like three and a half years, and I'm pretty sure we had that one Sega CD the entire time I wow, was there. nobody. And it was just like, it would sit there and it would just get dustier and dustier, and like people would come in and like, oh, hey, a Sega CD, that's funny. And so the box would just get rattier and rattier until one day I think it just got either... Either they put them on just an incredible sale and, you know, someone bought it or they just, like, eventually gave up and, like, hey, just send this back. Right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, that's fun. And also just a little interesting bit. They an- an- announced the uh, Sega Genesis Mini, the Sega oh, Mini. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm curious. So far, it's only been unveiled in Japan. Um, I don't – they don't have any more details other than the fact that they're in existence and they're coming. I think that would be real yeah. cool. I, I, th- I don't know. I mean – I was a Nintendo fanboy. Like, if you threw a Sega at me, I'd be like, I don't know what to do with this. See, and what we had both. Um, we got – I had an NES, and then my brother got a Sega Genesis for his birthday probably a year after we got our, SN- mm-hmm. our, our NES. And so nice. I played both. Um, you know, the funny thing is at the time it was like, oh, you got to get the Genesis because it has all the sports games on it. And I'm like, wah, now wah, I'm like, wah, why? Don't really care. <laughs> I remember playing Dick Vitale's Awesome Baby College Hoops. <laughs> I played a lot of Madden and I played Blades of Steel on the Nintendo. <laughs> Blades of Steel. It's good it was enough. a hockey game. It's it was fun. Yeah. Oh, I played a lot. Actually, no, I played Blades of Steel. Yeah. yeah. I beat yeah. my my dad's friend's kid at it, and he was so ticked off that I just kept whipping him every single round. <laughs> he ended up tossing the controller at the screen and it shattered. Oh, geez. The controller, not the TV. Yeah, TVs uh, uh, were unbreakable <laughs> in that day. Yeah, TVs back in 1985 were basically like, you know... Giant... Blocks of yeah, concrete. That's yeah. true. That's fair. Yeah, those those but screens were nothing to yeah. F with. Yeah, no. no. I like no, it. No, no. All right, let's wrap up our news this week with... I got so excited when I saw this article <laughs> Same, right? earlier. T- I saw an article yeah. earlier today. I'm like, what? There's a new Castlevania game called Grimoire of Shadow. It has been announced. Great name. It's so cool. And who... Do- I love Castlevania. Yeah, same. Although I've not played a Castlevania game in... I've got the 30 years, Aria 25 of, years of yeah. on the 3DS, and it's But all right. I love those games like yeah. when I was a kid, like 10-year-old, 12-year-old Cliff. And thankfully, we'll all be able to play this because it's coming to iOS. Oh. Oh, but but the, the good side is, is we'll be able to play it together because it has a f- up to four-player online mode on our cell phones. Weird. Interesting. Yeah, so like we can all hang out together in the lunchroom and sit around and play... Um, I don't know why we do that. We have offices. Why? Uh, yeah, but I don't understand why. Why would they? Why would they shuttle this to iOS? Why would they shuttle this to mobile? Yeah, I know that so many people buy it. Yeah, man. I mean, it's I think so that it's, big. Like, I almost wonder if the iOS market for a game like this is bigger than putting it on the Switch. Or, yes, yeah, I mean, it's a game that would probably sell okay on like the Xbox or the Switch or the whatever. But I mean, on the flip side too. 
nowadays with I mean I don't I have no idea how this is being made but with kind of a lot of the engines like Unity and and you know Unreal and stuff being very cross platform you put it out on the Switch or on the on iOS which has an incredibly low barrier to entry it sells well then you just port it over to the Switch and it takes 3 or 4 months and now you've got a Switch game so Well I hope I mean to it see looks it. gorgeous it, it looks, looks really, absolutely really nice. gorgeous so I just kind of hope it comes to Switch because these are the types of games that I want to see I on just, the Switch I mean they're already there I just don't want to play a game with buttons on a screen. Mm. Like I like I like tactile I don't know, feedback. Fort White, Fort, Fort White, Fortnite, Fortnite actually works pretty good for touchscreen. Not gonna yeah, lie, I just don't. Li- I don't like the feel of it. I like having a button that clicks. Mm. You know, so well. Just when you thought Konami couldn't tick people off a little more. <laughs> um, all right, is that it for news? So yeah, uh, no idea when that's coming out. By the way, I don't. Can think. you hook your Switch controllers up to your iPhone? I want Bluetooth. I want Bluetooth. <laughs> Bluetooth. You talk good. <laughs> right. I wonder if it works. Well, I don't well, there's our there's our project for the weekend. Me. Yeah. If I don't go to Vegas, my friend wants me to go to Vegas this weekend. Vegas is fun. I've got the miles. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. Mm, oh, did you know that we are an official Humble Bundle partner? I did. That's right. You can go to bitemepodcast.com slash humble and see all the latest greatest. Have we updated that, by the way? No, I saw Yeah, you should do that. I've been Because I clicked busy. on a few. I was trying to show Kevin. I You're was like, like these don't work. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Oh, that bundle. Oh, but I actually ended up buying not via our website. Oh, dang, I forgot. It doesn't matter. I mean, uh, the the Vegas creator bundle thing. Oh, I saw that. It was <clears> Vegas <throat> is a really good software editing platform. Yeah. yeah, Vegas is a great audio, and I think it's a video editor and all. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you can do all of that in there. And that yeah. software alone is too. This is, I think it's uh, fifteen. Four, yeah. It was fourteen or fifteen, and that software is still new. It's two fifty yeah. two ninety nine. Before I learned Premiere, I used Vegas yeah. for everything. I used uh, it for a little bit of sound design in high school. It's twenty. It was twenty bucks. Nice. Yeah. yeah Do you cool. have it? Do you need it? Do you want it? It's no, twenty bucks. I don't. Twenty bucks. <laughs> he's, he's anyway, got other I got, things. I got Final Cut and Logic. Oh, aren't you he's super and, fancy. Any Adobe thing. Mm-hmm. He's got mm-hmm. it. He's got it. Well, um, if you don't have it, I don't know if it's still available, but you is, can uh, go to bitemepodcast.com slash humble, and if you make a purchase via that little portal there, we will get a cut. You can support charity and your favorite podcast. If you ever wanted to make video games, too, or just interested in the uh, kind of concept of video game development, it's not actually like how-tos. It's more like the theories and philosophy behind game development and stuff. There's a really cool book bundle right now oh, cool. um, about game dev that looks oh. pretty cool. Yeah. I should, have to, I should tell Kevin about that because for whatever reason, he downloaded the Unity Teach Yourself stuff things on his computer. Nice. And he's been kind of tooling around with that. I have uh, – I've started my Zug Island development. Oh. Oh. It's, it's the game we talked about like 12 yes. episodes ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You actually – oh, my god. I goodness. started writing it. Okay. Well, look for that. <laughs> In uh, like five or six years. <laughs> yep. After we're That's dead. my timeline, 2023. Yeah. <laughs> I did, yeah, I just got that. Speaking of, like, theory on game development, I just got, like, a book of essays and stuff on, like, doing, like, tabletop games and oh, stuff. Cool. Oh, nice. I'm going to make a card game. See, hey, Dylan told me his idea for a card game. Yeah. It's good. It's real good. I have somebody we should talk to. Ooh. Yeah. So. All right. So, yeah, bitemepodcast.com slash humble, and that's that. All right, we have questions this week from J. James, from Captain Insano, from Joe Coleslaw, but first... Hey, yo, Vinny! <laughs> how many random voices can we do this week? I like how Adam's going real hard into his, like, superhero voice. That's right. <laughs> it's good. Holy cannoli, Batman! 
Um, all right. Vinny's got a quiz for us this week. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. He wants to know if we can tell, if we know the answers to what games are the following characters from. Now. The answer is yes. Okay, so how do we do this? Do we... I have the questions, or have I have the, the answers. You have the answers. Okay, so are we supposed to... Okay. So, uh, no, it's fine. They're apparently one per page, so we can all answer. I think... How about we, we go through them, and if someone thinks they know the answers, say yes or no oh, before sure. we okay. just, like, throw out and spoil okay, it for the works. others. Yeah, yeah. Until we see who... I now know the answer to the first one, but I think everyone well, knows the answer to the first one. Okay, yeah, yeah. so, number one, Cortana, Sergeant Johnson. Do we all know? I think so. Yeah. Windows 10. <laughs> Cortana is so obnoxiously in my Xbox now. Right. So. Oh, yeah, and that, too. Uh, that would be... Who uh, is Sergeant Johnson, though? Like, Cortana uh, did it for me, but I don't know who Sergeant Johnson is. The main guy. This is Halo, right? Yeah. Okay. Master Chief is Sergeant yeah. Johnson. I think so. Oh, I right. thought he was Chief. He, or is he the? Oh, you know, he's he's. Is he like the kind of admirally yes, kind of guy? I think yeah. so. Well, that wouldn't make sense. He's a sergeant. Okay. Yeah. So maybe we don't know who it is, but Cortana Day and it's Halo. I know, yeah. right? And anyways, that is the answer. All so. right, number two, Delilah. Do you uh, know who this, where this is from? I do. Yes. I have no idea. It's from, you do. You do because you've played this game. One, two, three, Firewatch. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Delilah is the person you talk to. Yeah. No spoilers. Won't go into that. Number three. Number three, Frank West slash Chuck Green. Yes. I I think think so. One, two, two three. three. Dead Rising. That there was what I was going to say. That's what I, I was going to say. In the last minute two. Two. I was going to say scared. Dead Rising. I'm a liar. Chuck Green's the, in, the, the guy protagonist in three, in the and then four, it's back to Chuck Green, one? right? Or it's back to Frank West. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. All right. Uh, that is correct. Not doing, I'm not doing well. Four, Nico Bellic. I think I know, but I don't know specifically which one. Oh, no idea. Yes and yes. Okay, so it's... GTA four. four, okay, which is he is the main character. Yeah, and it's actually the the one that I didn't play much of. I only played yeah. maybe the first hour of GTA four. So he is the nope, never played it. Yep, I know I need to play it though. I hear it's real, have you real not good. Played any of them? I've not played. I played GTA three, Vice City, and some San Andreas. That's good enough. That's it. Yeah. Five's but, good. Like although at this point in the game, like five's good, and having just finished it. It's it's an old game. Like I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't go back and play it. Uh, like if you already owned it, but I don't yeah. know if I'd say like go out and spend twenty five thirty bucks. The stories are all so good though. Yeah. Like man, oh Grand Theft like, Auto Five story the is stories terrific. are so okay. good, but the game's just kind of janky. Yeah. Um, That's like, fair. Grand Theft Auto Six will come out eventually. True, true. All right, number five, BJ Blazkowicz. I'm in the middle of this game right now. It's Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. Oh, <laughs> Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. I know the next one. Uh, Doctor Wiley. All right, who is it? Who is it? It's Mega Man. Mega Man. Oh crap! I actually would have gotten the that evil wrong. Doctor. I would have said Sonic. It doesn't that's a? Uh, there's like what's a, his name? There's like a what's oh, Doctor, Doctor Doctor something though, yeah, right? It's Doctor. It's a professor. Isn't that professor. professor? There's a lot of really smart people that are bad guys in these games. I'm glad you didn't ask who the Sonic bad guy that's, is. Uh, <laughs> that's a uh, Professor Robotnik. Robotnik. Uh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. it. Yeah, Doctor Wiley. I so would have now, known, if it was Professor Robotnik, I would have known. No, number seven is very tricky. Okay, number seven is the president. Yeah, and so I know a game where you play as the president, but I don't know if it's the game. I think I think you're right. So is it? Uh, dang it, Saints Row. Saints Row. <laughs> is, uh, that, is that what yeah. that is? 
And the answer is yeah, Saints oh, okay. Row Four. Yeah, it, the, the the first of Saints Row, you actually become the president of the United States. So yeah, the end of the first game, the end of the fourth, the first of the fourth game. Oh, oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were actually elected and president. And then the United second, after there's Saints saving, Row Four re-election, isn't that what it's called? Uh, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and so you you become the president after saving the world from aliens. Oh, so, that's yeah. Duh. Of course, right? That's yeah, how the, it works the game in actually the real starts world. with with an alien invasion. It's, I it's never actually thought really we good. Would have a president that was an alien, though. Oh, all right. That was fun. Yeah, he's going to do it again next week. He says. Oh so god, I like it. I like it. Maybe up the difficulty. We'll see. I know they, those up were the difficulty. I'm sitting here going, I got. Two I aced it. Yeah, yeah, Dylan did real good. He's real smart. He's so smart. Go ahead. <laughs> I have to rub it in when I get the chance, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you uh, for that, Vinny. Up uh, next, James. <clears throat> if your life was a walking sim, would you play it? If so, would you want to see the ending, i.e. your real life death? My my life is pretty much a walking sim. <laughs> I don't run much. <laughs> I have one speed. It is slow. Right. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm very much the dear Esther of uh, yeah. walking sims. I'm either going or sleeping. So I think that this, this question kind of begs the question. Um is is our is our journey in this walking sim predetermined? So if we see our our death, uh, is that can it can we change it? You know, the choices we make in this game affect. You know, is this a game with multiple endings? Right. Oh, mm. see, I came at this question from the perspective of I'm not in control of anything. Somebody else is controlling me. Yeah, well, and, that's actually true. And well, there's that. <laughs> but you're playing it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So do do our you know like if I can see my ending can I can I affect that ending? I think so. I would say but yes. I, I would think, say this. Well. I think there's an, another layer to this is you're playing your own life, right? So think about taking yourself out of your self currently mm-hmm. and looking through the, the like the magnifying glass up here. Is are you more conscious of your decisions because you're playing your life? Like, do you weigh your choices differently because you're playing it rather than living it, right? Oh. So you're thinking more, like... Because you're seeing like, all yeah, the Yeah, you might go out to the choose. bar and get wasty pants tonight, but if you're playing a game, <laughs> you are you going to... wasty pants? Yeah, are you going to do the TM. same thing because how's that going to actually turn out? Like, you're living in the moment, you're like, party! <laughs> right? But, like, if you're, if you're playing it, how does, that, how does that change your choices? Interesting. Um... Well, to answer this question, I would want to see my real Regardless of whether or not you have agency to change it? Yeah, sure. Why not? Interesting. Yeah. What if you get hit by a bus tomorrow, Adam? Well, if I see my ending, I'm basically like... If, I guess if you I'm, party... If you're so, going to be hit by a bus so tomorrow, you're going to party so hard tonight. So here's the thing. If I'm playing the game and I am in control and I see my, my death in my walking sim which is my life and I'm the one playing if I see I that yank. death and I'm dead I would be dead too so it doesn't really matter it if doesn't you see matter it's like so, boom so, but I if, just died so what if you can what if you can look ahead like well, you know you do, you wanna, do you want to read the last page in your book you know yeah sure why like, not what is the game a condensed version of your life I don't like know. it jumps ahead or are you playing it in real time because in that case you would probably oh, die I mean, playing a if, video game what if I um, like what if I this has gotten real yeah. weird it's real deep. I guess. I guess my wife. My life is not. My life is not interesting enough to be made into a walking sim. <laughs> I've yeah, explored I, some interesting places. Yeah. I. I, I guess. I. I, I think I want to know. I've crawled through long grass with spotlights on me before. I won't tell you what I was hiding from or trying to escape. <laughs> really? Yeah. What? 
Well, this, that'll be part See, of our, I can, our post I can describe show. the situation in a way that sounds probably way more interesting than it is. This is why you make movies. <laughs> I don't really know why. Or I don't know who was looking at me, but we were we were definitely somebody in a helicopter. Mm-hmm. I don't. You're weird. It was private property too, probably. So, would you want to see how it ends? I don't know. Like, why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah. I know it's coming. <laughs> Do I want to be surprised? I think. I mean, you could have a real nice send off for yourself. You know, like, right? Like, I think there's certain come to my last party. Like, I think that's a very interesting idea yeah. of have knowing like the predetermined path that your life takes and how you can. I mean, it's an interesting idea though that you couldn't. You know, that you're going to die either way. There's no, yeah. no choice you you're make done. will will affect it. So it's interesting, right? Hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you uh, for really. Jacking with my existential <laughs> right <laughs> this crisis I, now. I, love, I love the name to James. It's yeah. like how I want to say Lloyd. <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> or Aaron. Yeah, no, Aaron. Yeah. Even though it probably just stands for like Jesse James or something. Probably. probably. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you for that. Yeah, uh, Captain Insano, if you were to create a historical fiction game, what time period would you choose? Mm. Mm. I'm I don't know if I could really because they've already been made, like Assassin's Creed Origins. Love ancient ancient Egypt. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So that's already my jam right there. I think I I think I would choose like like eighteen nineties to nineteen tens old west. Um I mean, obviously that sounds stupid because I'm like, I'm just going to make Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> um, of course I would. Yeah, because of course I would. But I really like the funny thing is I'm not really into like Western movies, um, but I really like Western video games. And I think that's such an interesting time period. And I think there's mm-hmm. a lot of cool things you can do with it. Um, even if it's not a straight Western, like you guys saw, maybe, maybe you didn't see crappy movies, but did you guys see Cowboys vs. Aliens? Yes. Like, that no. was an interesting movie. It was like, interesting. Mixing right. sci-fi and, and Westerns is an interesting idea. So I'm not saying it's going to be a straight you know, Western game, because, I mean, why would I make a game that's not Red Dead Redemption? But I think there's a lot of cool things you can do with that mm-hmm. time period in that location. Mm-hmm. So, that's true, me. True. I, I agree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I was younger, like, elementary school, like, I was really into the Middle Ages. Like, that was me too. very, like, that I was, was my super school. into, like, knights and castles and trebuchets yep. yeah. and yeah. all kinds of that stuff. Like, I loved, like, reading about the different weapons and like all the crazy yeah i mean and how every like kingdom geographical location kind of had its own aesthetic and stuff like that like that's really cool but as i got like later on like i'm also interested in like the the new frontier the old west leading up into like prohibition era like i find that to be the most interesting time that's actually a really good point Um, though like 1920s 1930s america oh yeah could be really interesting i don't think i've ever played a game set in that kind of like either like uh born 20s or like post-depression america Mm -hmm. like that could be kind of uh, this war of is of mine yeah. kind of setting, or you know, that's a very interesting time period yeah. in, in American or like the '60s, like a, a game. I mean, that, that, I mean, I guess Wolfenstein is actually set in the '60s, yeah. so. Uh, but there's that's a pretty ripe point in history too that right. hasn't been mined much for video games. So, yeah, it's just I think having like setting times back a little bit like today technology is so advanced like it kind of sucks the fun out of some things because like when you can acquire so much intelligence on like going and sabotaging some i don't know foreign 
operation. Yeah. Like, so much is done through, like, satellites, and you have all this information. But, like, there's something cool about, like— being in a time where, I mean, the weaponry was yeah. still f- kind of primitive and you didn't have cell phones yeah. and a lot more detective work had to go into yeah. it. And I think that's that's what really, like, kind of excites yeah. me is, like, how how stuff was done in that time. And in the Old West, like, it was, it's really, it's, I mean, paper signs with you drawings yeah. of outlaws like there was it was different like. it's strange to think about when you really really dig into video games though that like there are so many time periods that they're just no one's made games in you right. know it, it, they tend to either be like current day future like there's been a few set like that 80s 90s kind of feel yeah. but then past that it's way distant past or you know just a completely different you know it's fantasy, it's fantasy so it's not world, anywhere yeah. but I mean, you know, I, there's a lot of very you know outside of strategy games there's not a lot of games right, set historical in, games in historical china or historical america or historical europe right. um you know and there's some very interesting characters and very interesting time periods that just haven't been mined right. for games yet. like i mean even you think about it like there's very few world war one games until no, recently yeah, until very like, recently um and there's no like civil war games that aren't there's, heavy strategy. Yeah, games. exactly. There's very few Vietnam games, right? Um, and even one of my favorite Vietnam games, Shell Shock Nam '67, which came out <laughs> in the PS2 Xbox era, had a like a supernatural twist at the end. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't really a true. Well, we've talked about that. Making a, a, a realistic Vietnam game is incredibly difficult. And, I mean, and it, probably not palatable uh, to American audiences. A, I mean, it's a terror story no matter yeah. what which yep. way you look at it i mean all i mean if you see the reality of war in any context yeah. it's pretty i mean <laughs> it's pretty terrifying that was but, actually one of the things i like most about battlefield one yeah. is they didn't glory it, there was no glory in in that right. game it was right. horrible and gross and people were dying yeah. you know for a for a reason but right, you really right. experienced the horrors of war in that right war. um i mean i think that's that's why war movies do really well, though, I think, is because they, I mean, that is a genre, and they tend to do well, like Apocalypse Now yeah. or um, Full Metal Jacket, yeah. um, We Were Soldiers, um, The Patriot, like any of those, I don't know. Also, like, like R.I.P. Arlie Ermey. Yeah. Poor dude. Right. Um, but, like, there's a, yeah. you know, a heaviness and a reality to it, and I don't know. We Were Soldiers is a great book. Yeah. I'll have to read it. It's real good. We were soldiers once and young. It's good. All right. Thank you for that question, Captain Insano. And finally, I know I'm like, I'm like, y'all are getting way too serious over there. I'm over here looking at puppies. Um, Joe Coleslaw says there are some voiceover talents that take people by surprise. And when they uh, appearing, when they hear them in a video game, what voiceover talent has taken you by surprise? What voice talent would you like to hear featured in a video game and in what game? For example, Mark Hamill in Kingdom Hearts or Samuel L. Jackson in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Um, Another one of my favorites is Linda Hunt. She played the voice of Gaia in um, the God of War games. I did not know that. Yeah. So and if you don't know who Linda Hunt is, she was in all kinds of stuff. Like, uh, she was the voice of the tree, the singing tree in uh, Pocahontas. Oh, sure. Uh, she won an Academy Award for uh, some She's movie. been in some stuff. She's been in a lot. So anyway, yeah. So, and I'm a voiceover guy, and I work with voiceover artists all the time, so that's kind of fun. I mean, I think, first of all, we have to give a shout-out to Tasia. Yes, Tasia Valenza, the voice of... 
I don't know. Poison, poison Ivy. <laughs> God. I actually got to interview know, her uh, about 25 billion episodes ago. Check it out. Yeah. And he gets to talk to her like every three days. Once a week, at least. <laughs> um, so the question is, what voiceover talent has taken you by surprise? I'm going to go with Linda Hunt just because she's got one of those voices. As soon as you hear it, you're like, what the crap? What is she doing here? I'm trying to remember what video game I was playing. And uh, Maurice LaMarche does a voice in it, and I cannot figure out what it was. Um, I don't know who that is. He uh, he does a ton of voice work. Um, he was, um, I believe, uh, the brain in uh, Pinky and the Brain. Oh. Uh, I'm trying to... I, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, but he does a lot of voice work for The Simpsons and Futurama. Oh, okay. And, uh, and that kind of stuff. Um, but he was in a video game, and... Uh, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's Maurice LaMarche. And right. uh, and I don't remember what it is. So him in a video game, I can't remember. <laughs> gotcha. Um, some of the – so, like, let's see. There's a list that I've got here. Um, Gary Oldman. Oh, Gary. I mean, geez, that guy's amazing. Right. What's yeah. he been in? Uh, he went uh, and talked about – let's see. Doo, 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 boop, boop, boop. Doesn't really say. Makes for great radio. Yep. Uh, but there was a, right there was a Dennis Hopper. Oh yeah, in, uh, yeah. Vice City. You know, uh, I really like. You stole mine. Oh, Aww. sorry. Was that yours? Well, mine mine is Vice City. Was that just, just the game sorry. in general? Because it has like a star-studded cast, unlike probably any other yeah. video game. You're right. Sorry about that. Okay, I I'll really stop liked. Um, <laughs> oh shoot, I can picture it. I'm just I'm drawing blanks on all the actors that I want to uh, right to talk about. Uh, but I, I, uh, oh man. Oh, I forgot about that one. Liam Neeson. Oh, Fallout yeah, 3. yeah, yeah, Forgot all about that. God, he's such a great actor. Oh, it was Full Throttle. Uh, Maurice LaMarche played, uh, in the, the remastered version, he plays, uh, one of the characters. And, uh, I just remember the entire time I was playing it going like, who is that? Right. Um, and I actually tweeted about how awesome it was and he actually liked it or replied to me. And oh, I that's felt, cool. I felt very famous. So he's nice. actually done a ton of voice work for video games. So. Sorry. So Dylan, what took you by surprise other than the one I totally spoiled? Well, one I think is kind of funny that's more surprising. And then I was going to talk about Vice City was, uh, Laura Propon in, Halo 2. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So if you know, Was she really uh, in that? Yeah, so uh, Donna from That 70s Show. Yeah, and Piper's uh, uh, girlfriend on Orange is the New Black. Yeah, so... Why am yeah, I blanking on her is, name on the show? She's a soldier in Halo 2. Um, Interesting. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty funny. But other than that, like, just the cast of GTA Vice City is incredible. Yeah. Just to, I mean... Because what surprising. was the other guy? What was so the Ray Liotta is the main character. <laughs> yeah. From there you have Tom Sizemore, Dennis Hopper, Burt Reynolds, Luis Guzman... Um, Jenna Jameson. What? Um, Danny Trejo. I love Danny um, Trejo. Lee Majors. What? These are uh, no way. These are all people. I, I, her name is tricky to pronounce. I think it's Fariza Bach. For, uh, uh, um, she plays the crazy girlfriend in um, in uh, Waterboy, and oh, she's crazy. the girlfriend in American History X. She as was well. also the one. Oh, she's like she's been voted like movie. the like most beautiful woman in the world before. Fariza like, Balk? Yeah. Like that's that's real life. Because um, she was also the girl who played the cra- she was the crazy group of crazy one in the group of four in the craft. Yeah. Oh sure. And she also played Dorothy in Return to Oz back uh, in the early eighties with that really wacky Disney version. Um, Lawrence Taylor was also in Vice City. Lt. Football, Lt. Um, I had no like, idea all these people. 
Just to name a few. Oh, just a few. <laughs> yeah. um, so, wow. Uh, GTA Vice City gets the shout out for just being love it. Just by like, I don't know if any game touches that really. I, mm, that's I had no idea that it was a cast like that. Right. Like every voice you hear in that game. Like the other games. And Vice have, City was what PS3. PS2. Was it PS2? Yeah. Have they remastered it and re-released it and all that I stuff? I mean, it, it has, like, you can play it on I feel basically like I sh- all systems. I feel like I should play that. I think I think we should also give a shout-out to Steve Downs, who was the voice of Master Chief, who actually worked for our company until he retired. Oh, yeah. that's fun. In Chicago. Cool. Gary Busey's also in um, oh, I love Gary City. Busey. Shut <laughs> up. Um, yeah. It's good stuff. Okay. That, it, like, I think Mark Hamill... Makes a lot of appearances in games too. Like he's the Joker. Yeah, he's the Joker um, because he's... he was the Joker in the Batman animated series. Yeah, he still um, does it. Yep, he's. So, yeah. I think, I think he cool. actually just retired from being the Joker. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh. yeah. They got um, someone new. Any voice talent you'd like to hear featured in a video game? Boy, or a type of game? Anybody in particular? I think it would be very interesting. Like, I think it would have to be a very specific game. He's not an actor that I really enjoy a lot, but I think I would like to see Jim Carrey in some sort of video game just because he's such a, or even better if Robin Williams wasn't dead. Um, Robin Williams would be amazing in the right role. Both of them are both that kind of actor, though. Weird improv, super wacky, Mm -hmm. you know, persona. It'd have to be the right character in the right game, but I think that could could be very good. Anybody for you, Dylan? Anybody in particular stands out you'd like to hear in a game? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Ice-T was in GTA San Andreas. Of course he was. (laughs) Along with Samuel Jackson. Um, uh, So she does voice work for... Kaiser Permanente. She's the voice. Allison Janney? Allison Janney, yeah. Like, I don't know why. I, would I like how he's like, not the, you know, person of the West Wing, but the, the voice actor of, well, you know, but I mean, Kaiser Permanente. I never so watched funny. the West Wing. Oh, you're kidding. Eh, no. Oh, such a good not show. Not my thing. Mm. Um, but also, and she's also Anna Ferris's mother and mom. That is true. And she also just got nominated for or won the Academy Award for her role as Tanya Harding's mother in I, Tanya. So she's got a lot more than just Kaiser Permanente and just... <laughs> The West Wing, oh, the West whatever Wing that is show is. So good. So every time Some I, of the best writing on TV. Meh. Every time I hear a Kaiser Kaiser Permanente commercial, I think it's some evil organization. <laughs> <laughs> is that that it? Oh. And just like that. And just like that, the show's done. Oh wow. How did that happen? I don't know what that was. Yeah, because we're kind of mid-month, there's not a lot of cheap free stuff. There's no Xbox right? Gold yet. There's no uh, PlayStation Plus. So next next week probably. Next week we'll have all yeah. the news that is news that could be news forever. Maybe. Who knows? So Yeah. All right. Um, anyway, well, thank you for watching on Twitch, and thank you for listening on wherever you're listening. What? What are you laughing at? Because of the, like, 15-second delay on Twitch, I just saw Adam, or Dylan do his little dance that he oh. just did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, find us on social media, at Bite Me Cod, Bite, blah, the Bite Me Cod piece. At the, <laughs> that's a whole different freaking show that we don't want to get into. I think we need to, to make those merch. Wow. We need to move some merch. Um, the Bite Me Podcast. It's at Bite Me Podcast. B-Y-T-E me podcast.com uh, slash humble if you want to purchase anything via the Humble Bundle via our site and give us some money. That would be great. We love money. Um, we have got stickers. We've got stuff. So, yeah, tell us. Send us emails. Send us questions. Find us on Discord, on Facebook, whatever. Let us know where you're at, why you're listening, what you like about us. You probably got more reasons of why you don't like us. <laughs> this might just be you complaining about this episode. That's but fine. That's right. On the worst episode of the <laughs> right? podcast. 
It's all good. Um, it's did all your good. podcast go downhill at the end? <laughs> yes, it did. I like it just, it's all good. It's and we have good. no way of fixing it. You're done. You lasted this long. Mm-hmm. Good job. Are your Joy-Cons acting funny? Are your Joy-Cons... I don't even know anyway, what to say. is your podcast bad? <laughs> Goodbye, people. Not, it's not bad. Has your podcast been dragging on for more than four hours? <laughs> no. Not yet. Not yet. If you don't end this soon, though, it might. Do it, might. Dylan. Do it. <laughs>